names are Teresa and Gumby. Welcome to Escaping Society. We wrote our own songs so we wouldn't have to pay for anyone else's copyright infringement. Oh, society sucks and we don't need it. It's killing your kids, so why do you feed it? They'll tell you to stay, but you don't need to heed it. You can give them the finger. There's no time to linger. What, well, Welcome to Escaping Society, episode 43, Fire Truck You. I'm Teresa. I'm Gumby. And this episode is kind of our spring cleaning of our spirit. It's our cathartic episode, as if we don't do that virtually every episode. Anger management. Yeah. And I'd like to just dedicate this episode to a person I've never met, but I've read about, named Hate Man. And Hate Man was a, uh, a person that lived in the San Francisco area, I believe. Uh, he had a kind of a philosophy that we often harbor too much hate in our hearts. Like, we just keep it down. We don't speak it. We don't get it out. And so how can we... F- how can we feel love? How can we express love if we're so full of hate? So hate man would just go around saying, fuck you to everything. So that's kind of the uh, what this episode is going to be about. So if you're offended by the F-bomb, um, you probably don't want to listen anymore. <laughs> fuck shit, goddamn pussy motherfucker. Oh, God. There. Oh, jeez. I gave you a, a moment warning. <laughs> so I also want to dedicate this to Marilyn Manson, who said, I wasn't born with enough metal fingers. Um, and as Teresa's saying, we're kind of, this is our spring cleaning, getting ready. Um, my goal is to offend anybody who could possibly listen to this. So (laughs) if something in here pisses you off and applies to you, then, uh, fuck you. I've met my goal. Um, and there's always that part that I always forget that I like have to get around to here in the beginning. Oh, well, it'll come back to me if it's important. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, so this is going to be a lot of profanity, a lot of uh, curse words, so turn it up. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, I guess I'll, uh, I'll start with my very big fuck you to people being virtually everywhere. Oh, fuck that. It's like you go and hike, you know, nine days into the wilderness, and all of a sudden somebody else shows up, and you're like, what the fuck? Fuck! And there's all, there's all those fucking assholes that are out there, like, trying to get away from people, too. Yeah. And, and like, we've experienced, we were out in the mountains of Wyoming. Who goes to the mountains of Wyoming? I mean, I guess not, not Jackson Hole. <laughs> I'm talking about in the middle of nowhere. And this guy, like, parks right next to us in this parking, parking area that's not even really a parking area. <laughs> it's just, like... A place for a trailhead or something. I don't know. But he parks right next to us. And it's like, uh, what do you have to do to get some goddamn space in this culture? Yeah, and that's that other thing that I hear you complain about a lot, and I agree. It's like, you'll even be in a fucking empty parking lot. And then this dude will pull in, and, like, you're kind of enjoying your privacy and space. And the motherfucker's got to park right next to you. (laughs) Like, what, is he lonely? And bonus points if they have a dog, because we have a dog, and our dog doesn't necessarily get along with others. So Yeah. Yeah, so lots of barking and Susan. Who can blame them? And I know the other thing I wanted to say is that... um, yeah, the we would love to be getting paid for these podcasts, you know, and some of them we do a lot of research and everything, 
but uh, we don't. But one of the silver linings is we don't have to give a shit whether people listen to us or not. So if this offends you or if you don't like this episode or if we lose listeners, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you, Gumby. You get what you paid for. That that hurt, Teresa. No. I would never talk to you no, like I'm that. No, I'm getting the hate out of my heart. Yeah, well, I only have love in my heart for you, but I'll, I'll nurse my wounds. Mm-hmm. Don't be passive-aggressive. Okay, so one thing I want to say fuck you to is voting. Um, this is something that is really relevant right now because you got all these assholes at the fucking <laughs> library. Like, we go to the library a lot, and I we, we always get accosted when we go in now by these people who are, they ask you, are you here to vote? And I usually say, I'm an anarchist, I don't vote. And, you know, they kind of... I don't know, give me a a funny look. Every now and then I'll feel a little more creative. Like one day I said, uh, you know, after 250 years of voting and the world looking like this, I'm thinking it doesn't work. (laughs) And uh, they kind of gave me a uh, condescending uh, laugh. Mm -hmm. But voting in particular just pisses me off. Like another thing about this time of year is everybody tells you to go vote. Um, You see it on social media, just all these posts, go vote, go vote now, it's important. Where the fuck do you get off telling me what to do? What what makes this time of year so uh, just like it allows people to boss each other around? And um, another thing about voting, God, there's so much to be said about voting. <laughs> We're in the middle of the uh, Democratic primaries to pick the, the candidate for the Democratic Party mm-hmm. for 2020. So we're kind of amped up on that bullshit. Yeah, and another thing that pisses me off about voting is this is the part of the game where we pretend like it doesn't matter who you vote for. So you don't really see a lot of people say, you you see some of it, but not a lot, lot, say, go vote for this politician. It's always go vote. Like, it doesn't matter who you vote for. Just participate in democracy, and that's your duty as a citizen. Um, They'll they'll fix it later. That's what they're really saying. (laughs) I used to like to call out a lot of people on this bullshit and say, uh, well, you know, I wasn't going to vote, but uh, because most of my my friends and people I know really hate Trump. So I'd say something like, all right, if you want me to vote for Trump, but I mean, does he need another vote? <laughs> and I love kind of dragging them out into the light because they try to pretend like, oh, well, you know, it's it's still good if you vote, I guess. Mm. And with a little prodding, it comes out that they're actually trying to get you to vote for their favorite tyrant. Right. Um, and I just hate this part of the game. It's so fucking fake, you know, like if you want to try to get me to vote for your politician, which is bullshit enough, at least say it. Don't pretend like you just like voting for anybody is is sacred or good. Um and voting doesn't fucking work. Jesus fucking Christ. Um like I said, it's been going on for 250 years and what does a vote really mean? You're Picking a politician with very limited choices, by the way, um, and if you happen to like be part of whatever majority gets the politician in office this year, and it agrees with the electoral college, then you get to feel like your vote mattered. Your vote counted. Now that tool is up there in office, and God damn it, you got him in there. <laughs> but what if you're one of the people who you vote for somebody and then the other guy wins, or the other woman wins? Um, you might be part of 49% of the country that does not want that person as leader and does not want to go in the direction they're going. And the country pretty much just said, fuck you. (laughs) So there's a lot of fuck yous going around. Mm -hmm. Um, 
And there's no consensus there. Of course you're going to rebel against that. And that's why when a politician gets in office, what do they do? The only thing they can do, fight for new laws, pass new laws, try to force people to do things that they don't otherwise want to do. If they wanted to do them, there'd be no need for the law. This is tyranny. And why do you obey laws that you don't agree with, that they had to pass a law to get you to do something? Because you're afraid. They are threatening you with violence. Um, Whether it's the violence of somebody showing up at your house with guns to force you to do it, whether it's the violence of them taking money that you can't afford to give, whether it's the violence of taking away your freedom. Either way, it's violence. This is a shitty way to try to rule people, to try to be with people, and then you get to do the whole fucking thing four years later, all over again. The insecurity of having to stress and gamble and fight every four years for some fucking random politician, and even if you get the one you wanted in there, how often do they fail to live up to their promises? And then people just have the selective amnesia. Fuck people with amnesia! Goddamn these motherfuckers that forget what just happened last year. What happened with uh, Trump versus Clinton? What happened with Gore versus Bush? And you're going to tell me my vote matters? Fuck you! And don't play that stupid fucking card of uh, not my president. If you vote, you have con- condoned this process. You knew there was no guarantee that you you would win, that your politician would win. So, yeah, that's your president because you participated. Now, if you don't vote, I feel like you've kind of got ground to say not my president. I didn't agree to the game. I don't agree to these rules. I don't agree to the, this way of choosing a leader. Fuck you, not my president. My goodness. <laughs> Fuck all of that. And that was just voting. <laughs> well, I would like to say fuck locks on dumpsters. Oh, yeah. I can't. I mean, we've talked about this at length. And compactors. I just can't believe that there's so much, uh, like, just a deterrent from stealing garbage. If you throw it out, it's up for grabs. You didn't want it. That's the whole reason you threw it out. You were trying to get rid of it. So, fuck you, locks on dumpsters, fuck you, trash compactors. Amen. And we've been going to the gym for showers this winter. Uh, Teresa got a, a membership at Planet Fitness, and I get to come as her guest. Fuck you guys at the gym. I can't say much for the women, but man, it is disgusting going in the fucking locker room and you see these big, like manly looking dudes, you know, they're in shape. And then they fucking pose in the mirror like little teenage girls. It's fucking ridiculous. I mean, fuck these guys. I I can say And they stink. Ooh, I can say that the women pose, but they're not like flexing. They're just getting their... I don't know, new profile picture. I might feel better about it if we could, like, switch. Like, I could go to the women's locker room and, like, watch them pose. I think it'd be a little easier on that. I think you can do that now. Or maybe a little harder. I think you can do that now. Um, for you. I was done with that tirade for the the moment. If you've got one. The fuck you torch. (laughs) The fuck you torch has been passed. Oh, my. Fuck you loud people in the library. Remember when the library was a quiet place where you could go to read or study, do research, maybe just sit and relax and enjoy the peace and quiet? Not anymore. It's like a coffee shop, but without the fucking coffee. (laughs) I can't. And it's, it's everybody. It's not just kids. It's not just the parents. It's like this pastor from a church that's taking a call and he says oh well actually i'm in a library but it's okay and just continues talking as if no one else matters fuck you loud people in the library go on the 
whatever. The outside little part there. Yeah, fucking go outside. People are so fucking rude and retarded nowadays. And fuck you, Scrappy-Doo. You know, <laughs> I hate this little motherfucker. Um, what does he say? Put him up, put him up. No, no, maybe that's somebody else. I don't remember. I just remember what he looks like. Yeah, looks- and... Fuck the whole Doo family. Like, fuck (laughs) Scooby-Doo. I fucking hated this cartoon growing up. It's the same shit every time. They pull off the mask, and it's never a monster. Although, you know, I did have somebody point out something to me that was kind of neat that kind of softened my view on this, that the deeper lesson of Scooby-Doo is you think there's an outside monster, and then you pull off the mask, and he is us. I thought that was kind of cool. But still, fuck you, Scrappy-Doo. And while I'm on TV, fuck you, NCIS. You ever watch this show? Have you ever watched this show? I think I, I've seen some scenes, but I didn't really watch it. My mom watches this show. I don't know if she still does, but she used to. And I'd catch a little bit of it. Oh, my fucking God, I hate the dialogue of this show. <laughs> Everybody, I mean, every single line is a little quip. Like somebody's like a sarcastic little teenager. It's just, it's disgusting. I hate it. Mm. Fuck you, NCIS. Fuck you, scientists and the technology you have wrought upon this earth. Plastic, one-time-use products, and the wasteful people that engage in them. And I'm not discounting us in that. I think that we can do a much better job. However, the scientists decided that it would be a good idea for plastic to be in existence. Mm -hmm. And let me get my uh, politics out of the way here. Fuck you, left-wingers. (laughs) Um, I, I feel like I know more left wingers, so I, I tend to get angrier at them than the right wingers, even though I definitely fucking hate the right wingers too. Um, like they say, you know, both wings are part of the same bird, but you got these Ivy leaguers, you know, I think of like my liberal friends and they're like, often they've gone to college and they feel very, very arrogant about their education and you know i've even heard people like try to put down the trump administration by pointing out how many people didn't graduate college in the trump administration so they must be stupid oh i fucking hate this intellectual arrogance some of the dumbest motherfuckers i've met have been to college some of the smartest most wise people i've met fucking saw the bullshit and didn't go to college what a little fucking ass trap is college you went to college teresa i did it trapped my ass yeah it trapped your ass <laughs> it really does i mean it changes it changes how you go about living because now you're a part of this institution you've been brainwashed you've been put into a category into a box and it's really hard to get out if you even can. And you spend half the rest of your life whining about student loan debt. You fucking made a loan. You didn't need to go to college. <laughs> fucking, you you decided to be a tool. Why'd you go to college? Not for education. You can fucking go to the library, read whatever you want to, study it on your own. You went there because you wanted more money. You wanted to get more than the other guy. Um, so if you took out a loan for that, Fuck you. Fuck you, college graduates, and especially fuck you, Ivy Leaguers, the people who go to the prestigious college. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. <laughs> um, and, you know, another thing in the leftist camp, Teresa alluded to the scientists. This is something that gets thrown around in the leftist camp a lot. We need to listen to the scientists. We've been to college, and we understand science, and, you know, if people weren't so ignorant, if only they could be educated, read conditioned, then they would listen to the scientists. The scientists got us into this mess. We always forget who who invented 
the shit that we're destroying the world with. Um, I've heard somebody say, at the beginning of every science fiction movie, um, there's someone ignoring a scientist. Bullshit! At the beginning of every science fiction movie, there is a scientist inventing a monster. <laughs> That's the fucking world! Um, yeah, so forgive me if I'm a little skeptical about following the scientist who I haven't forgotten actually got us into this fucking mess. Um, before I leave the left, let's see, we've got... Um, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, the idea of equality, this is something that really pisses me off. Leftists have such a warped idea of equality, the liberal Democrats. What they really mean by equality is not to respect everybody. Never. That That's not what happens. Um, as we're reading through history, we've come across, like, even early 1900s, late 1800s, the liberals are the ones that are trying to civilize the Indians. That's considered the bleeding heart program. Let's help them get all the benefits of civilization, whether they want it or not. Ought, ought, ought. <laughs> so these motherfuckers, what equality means to a liberal is the right to be a white man. Whether you're a woman, whether you're another ethnicity, Equality means you get to live like a white man with all these glorious benefits that you need to end up being on medications and antidepressants on. The uh, benefit, the, the privilege of fucking destroying your world, destroying your children's future. You sick motherfuckers. This is not a privilege. Even the white man shouldn't be living as a white man, much less indoctrinating other fucking people into living like this. Um. You see all kinds of, like, side effects of this philosophy, like the liberal influence on movies. I am so fucking sick of seeing characters that get changed in movies. Suddenly this character is black? What the fuck? <laughs> Are you libtards so fucking uncreative you can't invent a new story, a new movie that, that makes a new character that is indeed black? Or Captain Marvel... Now, a man is suddenly a woman. Mm -hmm. And I haven't watched the movie, but wouldn't it be just great if, like, actually it was in the movie, like, the man got turned into a woman? Oh, no, that would be... That would cover all the bases. Mm -hmm. And some uncreative fuck, you know, couldn't... I would watch a movie if there was, like, a superhero where a man got turned into a, a woman. Right. I might hate it, right. but at least I'd say, wow, that's kind of a unique original storyline. To take an existing character and try to redevelop it, like, you see this with Sherlock Holmes all the time. I love Sherlock Holmes. and God, it pisses me off every time they reinterpret him. <laughs> we just watched Robin Hood. Fucking, that's been getting reinterpreted for hundreds of years, yeah, apparently. obnoxious. Oh, Jesus Look, if, Christ. if someone can write the script for the human centipede, I'm pretty sure they can come up with better ideas than just replacing characters with more, uh, whatever, politically correct people. And you see these sanctimonious fucking pompous-ass liberals, like when there's a, a black comic making all the white jokes, like, oh, oh, that's so funny, oh, he's, he's talking it to us! You know... I think that shit is funny. I loved, like, In Living Color, you know. I remember at the beginning of one episode, they had this big wheel, and they said, we give a fair shake to any race of who we're going to make fun of. And, like, three-quarters of the wheel said white, and the rest of it was all the other races. <laughs> that shit was funny. What I don't like is the double standard. You get a white comic up there, and God forbid he starts making racist black jokes. We got to move fucking past that. Like, when I'm hanging out with just, you know, white black guys, you know, doing blue-collar work, like when I was a grave digger, shit, we'd make racist jokes. I mean, you kind of knew not to go over certain lines, but 
this whole political correct bullshit the left imposes on us, fuck you, it's mind control and it's bullshit and it does not equal any kind of real equality. It actually keeps us divided instead of realizing we share a common wound, a common imprisonment that we might be able to help each other escape. Um, and I know I'm taking up a lot of stuff, but I'm covering all my leftist shit. <laughs> so to me, this is all kind of the same subject. It's tied in together. Um, the Silent Sam protesters. Oh my fucking God. This is so stupid. You're going to get all worked up over a statue that the pigeons have just found to, to perch on and shit on. And that's the thing that riles you up all of a sudden after all these years. But here's the university behind it that was built by slaves and is still cranking out stupid motherfuckers like it's a cracker factory. I don't care what you go in, black, Asian, white, you're coming out white because that's the way of thinking and the facts that are getting fed into your stupid ass little head. And nobody's touching that. No protest against the university because no matter what you might think of the statue, no matter what you might feel like you're getting riled up about, you still want to come out of the university with your little fucking degree so you can play the game and exploit other people in other countries and be a rich fucker. So fuck you. Is there anything I'm missing from Silent Sam? Because I know we've, uh, Teresa and I have talked at length about this whole statue bullshit. Oh, and Mount Rushmore. God damn, you're going to attack some fucking stone faces. Look at those motherfuckers on the sacred black hills of Pahasapa. Mm-hmm. Fucking take them down, you pussies. We went to one of the Silent Sam protests in Chapel Hill on the UNC campus. And when we got there, there were two elderly white men with, a confederate flag that they were holding and they were standing there holding a confederate flag now i don't personally assign meaning to the confederate flag i'm not originally from the south i don't have any family that you know is from the south or anything so i'm just like okay it's a flag you take it for whatever you want it to mean these guys that were holding up the flag it seemed like they weren't there to to shout off uh, hate speech. They weren't there to enforce their way of life on anyone, but they were remembering what their ancestors, what their family may have died for in the past. Now, I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I'm just saying that's what they were doing. When the Antifa group came in, as well as the other college protesters who were, I would say, overwhelmingly against the Confederate flag holders, they <laughs> were shouting at them hateful speech they were throwing up their middle finger saying fuck you to the confederate flag guys not even listening to anything they might have to say so i say fuck you to that i say if we're gonna listen to one side we should also listen to the other and no one's trying to make anyone live a certain way yeah, like the whole respect your elders went out the fucking window. That that whole thing really disgusted me. You got all these little punk-ass little college kids from uh, privileged backgrounds, you know, because, of course, they're going to their little college. You got these two old guys who all they're doing is holding the Confederate flag. They're not shouting. They're not being rude. They're just trying to represent what has meaning to them. And if you think that Confederate flag is so offensive, but if somebody was carrying an American flag, you wouldn't bat an mm. eye, you are a dumb fuck. Don't and the only it. thing I heard those old guys say to those kids was, learn your history. I'd say the same fucking thing. Learn your history. You, you, you think that Confederate flag represents racism? Holy shit! Fucking study your American history! Study how many people have been enslaved and exploited and fucking bred, Thomas Jefferson. 
under the American flag compared to that Confederate flag, you dumb fucks. Um, oh my God, that, that pissed me off so much. And they were just shouting, like Teresa said, the most hateful things while those poor old guys just stood there. And uh, I left feeling like even though I don't agree with their stance, you know, I'm not a Confederate. I don't agree with the, the whole Confederate stance, but God damn, they had guts. And we saw reporters there. And you remember that news story afterwards? I think we saw it on TV where they edited it. Yeah. They edited it to make the old guys look like they were like reaching for somebody's like, what, flag or something or, or sign or something like that. Yeah, they did everything they could to make it look like the Confederate guys were doing something wrong. I was born in New Hampshire. I've been here since I was four in the South. I've been around a lot of rednecks. I've been around a lot of black people. I've been around a lot of all kinds of people. And that Confederate flag, people that just like write people off who have the Confederate flag, they're fucking ignorant. Um, my dad once told me, and he, he grew up like in Virginia, he said, people down South will be more apt to hate another race, often black people, as a group, but will be much nicer to them as individuals. They'll make mm. quicker friends with them. People up North will, as an ideal, as a group, tend to be a lot more sympathetic towards black people, but be a lot colder to a black person. Unless, of course, you get one of these like super, you know, um, super white black, black people. people. Yeah, that have been indoctrinated. I have definitely seen that to be true as I've, I've grown true. older. Yeah. Um, I've known a lot of people with Confederate flags that'll fucking welcome a black person down there like they're their cousin, and the black person doesn't fucking care. I suspect a lot of the people that were offended by the statues and Silent Sam were little, white, liberal snowflakes. And I, I've come to like that term, snowflake, because every time I hear a liberal talk, it's like they're whining about something, which brings me to shaming, a liberal <laughs> word right there. Don't shame people. Oh, it's wrong to shame people. And yet the liberals will say the ugliest, meanest shit. Love Trump's hate my ass <clears throat> because they are so convinced they're right. They're so blinded. And then they wonder why Trump gets elected and they fucking are losing. <laughs> God, the left pisses me off. This whole black lives matter. Can we move past that? All lives matter. Of course black lives matter. Um, there are plenty of periods in history where the white people disregard black lives, disregard red lives, disregard even other white lives, depending on how much money you got. What we need to move into as quickly as possible is that all lives matter. Beyond even humans, every That's fucking true. life matters. That fly buzzing around matters. That <laughs> that one fucking mosquito. That fucking mosquito <laughs> that can't make a goddamn decision. And it's bad enough that mosquito's taking your blood, but it's like, it's got to go around and around and around, around your ear and then stop. And you're waiting. And then it's got to fucking choose again. Even that little motherfucker, his life matters. So this this liberal mindset is, <laughs> I was going to say Neanderthal, but it's given it too much credit because I actually think Neanderthals have a pretty good philosophy. <laughs> um, it's they, They've got their heads up their ass, and it's no surprise that so many people resist this liberal left. Um, trans stuff that involves kids, God, that pisses me off. A fucking four-year-old is not gay. Um a kid is exploring. They're not sexually oriented. They're exploring who they are and who they want to be. Quit putting that shit on them. I've even seen a picture of like a man dressed as a woman with makeup and everything, but completely fucking naked, posing with a little boy who's dressed as a girl. And, you know, this is presented like, oh, it's okay. That person is a hero. 
a fucking hero. Sexualizing kids fucking pisses me off. I would like to just take a two-by-four and beat the shit out of that person. Not because I approve of violence on gays. I don't at all. Definitively. You know, these groups of, like, fucking redneck marine assholes who go and, like, corner some gay person and beat them up. Fuck those motherfuckers. They're probably scared of their own homosexual urges. Mm-hmm. I'm not on their side. But at the same time, I'm not one of these assholes that get so offended by one side, I have to go to the other extreme and justify everything over there. There's some sick shit going on in the trans movement, and there's some militant motherfuckers, just like the vegans. People that are imposing their views on other people, and if you can't, if you don't agree with them, they will do anything to you. They are vicious, ugly motherfuckers. Um, Derek Jensen, God, he, he shares a lot of stuff about how he's offended a lot of the, uh, the people in the trans movement, and they have tried to fuck with his publishing. They have, like, you know, they don't want any ideas getting out there that they don't agree with. To me, that's a sickness. I, I don't care what you say. I'm not going to try to block your, your effort to say it. That's fucking some Orwellian 1984 thought police bullshit, and I don't care what kind of problem you got with your little pee-pee or your little pussy. If you're being a thought police, fuck you. Get over your genitals. The whole fucking planet is going to shit. I mean, grow the fuck up. I'll jump in there and say fuck you to the over-sexualization in our culture. Just everything. There's a preoccupation with sex. Everywhere you look, every product is so sexy and, like, every font and color and everything is meant to make you just crave it. Not to mention people. And I'm just... I personally don't ascribe to that, Gumby. <laughs> you can attest to the fact that I am I am not very uh, into that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Um, yeah, and the one last thing about the left for me is the pacifist. You know, you get all these people that are, like, applauding pacifism. If you live in a culture that has to commit this much violence to maintain your standard of living, you're not a fucking pacifist. You're just somebody who refuses to fight it and keeps allowing it. So fuck the left. Now let me balance that out. Fuck the right. (laughs) I don't want to give them like some kind of credit they don't deserve. What is it with all these motherfuckers driving white pickup trucks? Like, you can't pick a different color. Are you so racist that you gotta like, you're scared of a red pickup or a black pickup? It's like, one motherfucker after another that's got a Ford F-150, right? Just like my neighbor. We both got Ford F-150s. Fucking pick a color. I'm so sick of white pickup trucks. <laughs> um, And the Christians, oh my God. Fucking Christians on the right. What a dumb bunch of bastards. Have you even read the Bible? I mean, if you were going to design a group of people, if you were going to like find a way to live that was in complete opposite of everything Jesus taught, it would look just like the fucking Christians. It says in the Bible not to use the Lord's name in vain, and they say, well, that means don't say goddamn. I never say goddamn. Ooh, that's offensive to me. (laughs) Fucking, I think using the Lord's name in vain is calling yourself a Christian, but not doing anything that Jesus taught. Jesus taught love. Then, you know, I talk about the trans movement because I I fucking hate a lot of the stuff going on, but I am not anti-gay. One of the things I believe Jesus taught was love for everybody. So I think these Christians that act like the Bible is some weapon to use against gay people, you're not a fucking Christian. Jesus didn't teach that kind of shit. Um, I'm not a Christian. I'm not a Christian scholar. I've read the fucking Bible. It's pretty, like, spelled out. (laughs) 
Um, and while I'm on it, you know, kind of extending past the right for a second, kind of fuck you to all Abrahamic religions. Hebrew, Muslim, it's all the same shit. It's that mankind has domination over the earth. It's a poisonous way of thinking. And everybody, every culture that I see that embraces that really fucks some shit up. Christians got control over this country and have been fucking shit up ever since. But I have no doubt that if the Muslims got over here, it would look pretty much the same fucking way. And if the Hebrews were controlling this country, I'm convinced it would look the same fucking way. That fucking philosophy that goes back to Abraham is shit. Fuck you, Abraham. And not fuck you, Jesus Christ. I actually like the stuff he said, but these assholes that use his name, they're not Christians. I've never met a Christian. I don't know if I hate Christians or not. I've never met one. Um, the rich. Oh my God. The right really protects its rich, doesn't it? What is it with all these poor people that are like cheering for the rich? Um, fuck the rich. When are we going to drag these bastards out of their houses and say we're not okay with them taking so much? Why don't we do that? They're right over there. I can see one of them right now. (laughs) Rich bastard in a house that's way too big for him. Why do we allow it? If we were in a tribe and somebody was like hoarding that much shit, we'd take their shit. We just watch Robin Hood steal from the rich and give to the poor. It's been done even in our culture. Not us. We're too domesticated. We're declawed. Hunters. Right-wing motherfucking hunters who go out there. And I'm not against hunting. I actually think if we escape the civilization, we're going to need to bring hunting back. And we're going to need to get good at it. But these fucking fat assholes that have too much already, they're already stuffing their face full of Twinkies. They're not motivated by hunger. They're motivated by the thrill of murder. And you haven't done anything... Uh, a big accomplishment. You sat on your fucking fat ass somewhere drinking your beer with a gun you bought at like Dick's Sporting Goods or some shit and then you fucking murder some some deer and then you take a picture of it like you've done something great. Fuck you posing with the animal. There's no sacredness in your act. There's no reverence. And then you go to church. You've got no understanding of God. These <laughs> dumb fuckers. And the ATVs ATVs piss me off. Rolling through the landscape fucking loud, and then they say, oh, I like being out in nature. I like the outdoors. You fucking, you can't even experience it. You just got your stupid-ass helmet on, roaring through the woods. Um, and finally, gun owners. Um, you know, you got a lot of, like, controversy about whether guns should be banned or whatever. I don't think so. I am definitely pro-gun, even though I don't own one myself. I don't like guns. I've shot one like maybe twice in my life. I didn't like how fucking loud it was. It just felt like, I don't know, rude, if that makes any sense. But if guns are going to exist and we're only allowing these fucking assholes like the cops and the soldiers to have them, we're in trouble, folks. That is not a good situation. So I think the public should have guns. There's another problem going on with all these shootings and shit. It's not because people have guns. There's a deeper problem in our society that everybody's fucking really trying hard not to look at because they don't like what it would compel them to have to do, changes they're not willing to make. And these gun owners who say, well, you know why I need an AK-47? Because it says in the Constitution that I might have to overthrow my government if it starts not serving the people. You do it. <laughs> you pussy motherfuckers. What needs to happen to convince you the government isn't serving the people? All you keep your gun around for is to show it off to your buddy and say, if anybody broke into my house and tried to steal my Walmart flat screen TV, I'd shoot him. <laughs> Fuck you, you bastard. Fucking protect your country. Protect your people. Stop being like a little dick motherfucker trying to show off your gun and compensate. 
Teresa, I think I've covered the left and right. My goodness. Oh, well, I'm at it. While you're taking a breath. Anarchist. Let me cover all my bases. (laughs) There are no fucking anarchists in this country. I'm on, like, several... uh, Facebook pages, anarchist websites and shit. Woo, boy, they can crank out a white hot meme like nobody's business. Boy, (laughs) sock it to them. Bring down the government with Grumpy Cat. Fuck you pussy motherfuckers. There used to be people that actually, like, hell, Ted Kaczynski. There's still people who make bombs. There used to be people who actually fought the government. There was Leon... Gazuntite. I can't say his fucking last Cholgus name. Or there you go. Something. Polish anarchist. Took down a president. <laughs> there were anarchists who actually fought the government in the past. Um, so many branches of it. All we got now are just like, I think anarchists represent the left to me a lot. You know, that over-intellectualized, let me, oh, actually, this is what anarchism means. No, you're not truly an anarchist. Let me tell you what I learned. Uh, I read this book. Jesus Christ. And I put myself in this category, too. I haven't burned down anything. There's nothing on the news about, like, what I did to a building. And I consider myself an anarchist. My fellow anarchists, we are a bunch of fucking pussies. Own it. We are declawed, domesticated. And if you're just jerking off because you made some, ooh, controversial meme that all your anarchist buddies think is super cool and it didn't convince anybody who didn't already think the way you do, you ain't doing shit. Just fucking watch some porn and jerk off because that's all you're doing. Fuck anarchists. Okay. <clears throat> Fuck loitering. What does that even mean? Like, who who draws the line on when you're there and when you're loitering? <laughs> and fuck the benches with the dividers. You know what I'm talking about? Like the you mean like those steel benches? Yeah. They have they're they're not tall enough to be armrests, but they're not small enough to be just unnoticeable if you try to lay down on the bench, or maybe you have like a bigger butt or something, and you try to sit down in between one of these things. Mm-hmm. Fuck that. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I thought of one more thing in the the right wing. They tend to be really pro-military. You see all these shaved-head stupid fuckers that go into the military. These are not heroes. These assholes are signing up so they can, like, get financial benefits to murder strangers in their own fucking lands. You guys are a bunch of fucking thugs and serial killers. Fighting for freedom? Freedom to do what? You try to go outside the uh, the perimeters of this culture and see how fucking free you are. <laughs> Fuck the military. Um, this American flag, you know, and like, you know, if a terrorist attacks us, like, oh, what did we do? Oh, they attacked our freedom. Because we're fucking in everybody's business because of these goddamn Marines. Fuck them. And we need to quit treating them like heroes because then, then a new generation of, of generation, mm-hmm. a new generation of idiots signs up for the fucking military so they can be sent somewhere by some fat ass politician who never risked his, his ass anywhere, who stays safely at home to send you to go get murdered. Or maybe if you're lucky, just to murder somebody else and come back home. And then maybe, maybe that government will take care of you. But quite a few people seem to be winding up on street corners with cardboard signs that say, vet please uh need food need help and people keep doing it (laughs) what kind of people sign up for this shit fuck you fuck the cia for going like virtually everywhere in the world where a democracy has tried to actually work and screwing it up by installing a dictator of their choice Mm -hmm. yeah and fuck that mouse who pooped on my pillow like (laughs) Before we left the trailer, there was this one little fucking mouse. Like, you know, 
I never knew how to handle the mice. They would get in our shit. They would like poop all over the place. Something had to be done. But I didn't want to poison them. That didn't feel right. I didn't want to buy a store-bought trap. That didn't feel right to me either. So I decided I'd practice my bushcraft and like make tiny little Paiute deadfalls with a brick. And uh, that worked pretty well, you know? Like I'd kill mice and hopefully there were some that just decided it wasn't worth it. We'd seal up our food to try to give them less incentive to be there. But there was this one bastard who we'd go out of town and uh, we'd come back and he would go all the way across the trailer to the other side where there was no food and shit on my pillow. <laughs> he would shit around the candle that we would burn. So like it would smell like mouse shit, a mouse shit scented fucking candle. He would even, I remember one time he went outside and shat on the top of Teresa's car when we came home. I was getting in the car and like, is that a mouse turd? Yeah. Is that a little fucking mouse turd on top of your car? That mouse shit on my fucking car. He came outside just to shit on the car like, welcome home, motherfuckers. <laughs> now I got to say, even though I'm, I'm sending a fuck you to this mouse, I think I did kill him in a trap because I got one mouse that like when I got that mouse, then everything stopped. I ended up having a lot of respect for this guy. So fuck you, but at the same time, props, man. Like, you know how to fight the man. And in that that instance, I was the man, and you fucking fought me like (laughs) hell. So much respect to the mouse. Fuck you, mouse. Fuck people owning pets and the pet stores that sell them. Have you been in a pet store lately? I went in to use the bathroom. (laughs) And people are just marveling and ogling over all the different animals that are there for them to buy. What is wrong with, I mean, what is wrong with our society? Why do we need to own everything? And how often are the people that are like the animal lovers, they objectify them. They're like pieces of of the furniture. They don't develop a relationship with them. They don't even have time to develop a relationship with their pets. So you got these poor neurotic fucking pets. God, how often have we seen that? Especially among the wealthier people. But no, no, I shouldn't say that. I've seen a lot of that shit around the poor people, too, where they just have some dog chained out in the yard or in some fucking little fence, like, buried in his own dog shit. Fuck all people. (laughs) My goodness, fuck those little shopping carts that they made just for kids so that they could be consumers in training. Oh, my God. Double whammy fuck you on that one. (laughs) Jesus Christ, that's some sick shit. Don't have your kid pushing around that little fucking consumer training cart. Jesus fucking Christ, fuck you. I say fuck you to the supposed separation of church and state. Because just the other day, I saw at a church a voting booth. Now, what kind of separation is that? What, a few feet? It was at the church. So where's the, I mean, I don't, I don't get it. And also, um, at least in North Carolina, there are schools that host churches on Sunday and the schools are not private. They are public schools with a church coming in. Yeah. Give them a proper fuck you, Teresa. Fuck you. Let me feel the heat. Fuck you. All right. I don't know what that was. And big churches that remain closed all week maybe they're open wednesday evenings and of course on sunday but you mean to tell me in that big building all week that's getting heated and air conditioned you couldn't have people sleep on the pews or something or on the floor even (laughs) fuck you and fuck the way people cross roads you ever watch these assholes like i hate the fucking way white people cross roads they always seem to scurry especially if they're kind of middle class like you know yeah (laughs) but like you know you got a lot of these like kind of intellectual like middle class and they always like your your 
you, you pause and they do this little like quick wave and then they kind of duck their head down and like walk really fast. Like, oh, sorry, you know, I don't have any right to be here. Ooh, I'm getting in the way of commerce. <laughs> Fucking walk across the road, you know? I mean, you've got a right to cross the road. And I hate like, I don't know, I just hate that whole energy of the scurrier across the road. Just cross the road. You don't need to fucking, like, scurry. Just don't slow down either. You've got a right to cross the road. It's like it's like they're feeding into this narrative that there there's no place for the pedestrian anymore. The pedestrian needs to be apologetic. I don't know. That shit just hits me wrong. But on the other hand, since, uh, you know, I'm talking about the white people, fucking black people. Man, I hate the way they cross roads, especially black women and especially black women that have asses the size of a Buick. You ever see these people cross the road? Like, they slow down. They do the opposite thing. It's like, uh-uh, I'm going to get across that road when I feel like it. Oh, my God. Fucking, God damn, I want to hit them with my car, but I'm afraid of what they do to my car. The fu- Their fucking ass is half the size of my vehicle. What the hell is wrong with people crossing the road? Just cross the road. Just keep walking. Fucking don't scurry and don't slow your big ass down. Just cross the road. Fuck our sedentary lifestyle where we have to go to the gym to exercise because our lives have become so unnatural that we don't have any work to do. And also, fuck those Girl Scouts that were in front of the gym the other day. Fucking crack dealers. (laughs) Oh, man. What do you think about the Girl Scouts, like, just spending so much time? I mean, to me, it's kind of, it reminds me of the consumer in training. Yeah, I mean, I don't even exactly know what they're raising money for. I'd imagine it was for some sort of trip or something, but then... How much money do they need? How much money does it take for us to go to camping or whatever? Exactly, and and then it makes me wonder, how is this benefiting society? You don't hear a whole lot about Girl Scouts growing up and, like, saying, well, I was a Girl Scout. I mean, you have Eagle Scouts that, like, there was an Eagle Scout that uh, became president. I think it was Gerald Ford. Mm, but right. y- you know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to say that men or boys are better than girls. I'm just saying, why are we selling? Why are we having our girls go out and peddle cookies? It's 2020. Let's do something different. Mm-hmm. I know that's right. And fuck you, Jobsworths and managers. Um, God, anybody who's a manager of something. I had a. We were parked at a grocery store the other night. We weren't even staying at the grocery store. We were just kind of taking a break, hanging out in the parking lot. And this manager comes out, and he acts like, uh, um, God, I wish I could remember exactly what he said. He said, do y'all need any help? Yeah. <laughs> I'm so sick of people asking me if I want help that don't actually want to help me. I need to start thinking of something like, well, actually, I was just about to check your dumpster. Do you mind if, like, do you have a milk crate in there you could, like, set right over there? And it, it would be great if I could ladder? climb in and hand you shit. That would be awesome. Man, you're, you're, you're awesome. But this guy, like, he's smoking his cigarettes, and he acts like he fucking reached the top of, like, you know, the the shit mountain or something. He's the manager of a grocery store. That Give is, me a fucking break. That is the top of shit mountain. That is the top of shit mountain. You got me there. Fuck you, Teresa. Fuck you, Gumby. <laughs> and these ass, oh, coffee shops. Oh, man. Uh, we have gone to so many coffee shops, and Teresa usually, like, asks, um are you going to throw out coffee? Would you mind us having it? They, a lot of coffee shops will not do it. They, they would rather throw it out than give it to somebody. These are fucking jobs worth. So we uh, went and won at Harris Teeter the other night and there are these two younger girls and they're pretty cool. You know, they were just like, 
And, uh, apparently they're risking their jobs, yeah. but like for them, they could still see the common sense of like, why would we throw it out? These people want it. Sure. No problem. They haven't been completely brainwashed yet, but it was, I mean, I felt a little bit guilty asking them because I thought, all right, if they get in trouble, I'm going to feel really bad, but this is so stupid. But I know cause my dad used to work in grocery stores that they keep track of that stuff on cameras. I'm not saying they always do. I'm just saying that it's a possibility. But, yeah, fuck jobs words and managers. And I was even fed a line one time at Whole Foods. They have a coffee bar. And I asked, you know, it was a really cold night, too. And I said, do you have any coffee that you're throwing away? Can I please get a thermos full? And they acted like it was the like the hardest thing for them to decide. They had to go through, like, three levels of management to get approval. And then told me that, well... We can't be making a practice of doing this. <laughs> and one of the workers actually told me that they throw the coffee in a compost pile. I wasn't asking for the grounds. I was asking for the liquid coffee that they're obviously putting down the drain every night. Mm-hmm. It's not going in some sort of magical compost heap. And it's the same fucking mindset of these assholes that are throwing perfectly good food away behind the grocery stores and put locks on the dumpsters. Fucking jobs worse. There are so many people willing to turn their brains off and just fucking obey to make some shitty little chump change. And then, oh, here's another thing. Fuck you, anybody who says I'm just doing my job. You are not just doing your job. Um, If you choose to do it, you have chosen to do it. And the responsibility for that choice should lay on your fucking shoulders. So cops, fucking jobs worse at uh, coffee shops, stores, fuck you if you just do your job and your job is shitty. Choose something else. Fucking be homeless if you need to. Have some integrity. Drop some fucking balls. Um, God damn. Like, I'm just so fucking sick of people. Declawed, neutered, spayed, fucking domesticated. Uh, it's just... and it's, But it is so refreshing when you meet that person who isn't like that. And they're still out there. Yeah. Um, that's one of the things I like about hitchhiking and doing things like houses retreats is you run into those people who will fucking break the rules because the rules don't make any fucking sense. And fuck you to all those other people. Now, Teresa, tell me something that really pisses you off. This is our anger therapy. Get it out. Get it out. <laughs> fuck you, construction. Fuck site. you, construction. And all of the beeping that goes along with it. Fuck you, progress. Mm. I hate seeing a beautiful piece of land like with the trees and birds and everything just growing and, and it's in balance, it's in harmony and then all of a sudden here comes the construction putting up a parking lot and they keep deck, fucking coming housing, good lord yeah, these fucking land developers man, we, we there's so many places that we go to that are beautiful and like suddenly the ribbons go up on the trees and it's only a matter of time for these motherfuckers Fuckers come in. And again, when are we going to start stopping these assholes? Um, Yeah, totally agree with you. Fuck gravity every single Mm. time. Shit, balls. (laughs) And fuck you sagging pants. I don't even know what that means. It just looks like you can't get the right size pants because... Oh, those are so stupid. And fuck skinny jeans, too. Like, I'm not holding back men, women, whatever. I'm just saying, fashion, fuck you. 
I have big calf muscles. I can't wear skinny jeans. And so many of these dumb (laughs) fuckers that have the sagging pants also are involved in lifestyles where they might have to run from the police. (laughs) I remember one morning I saw some some fucking nimrod with like pants around his ass hanging out and fucking pants around his thighs. Ran across the street. I had to put on the brakes. And a cop was chasing him. This waddling little stupid fucker. Like, this is natural selection. If you see the pants start sagging around the thighs, natural selection is starting to take effect. Just let it go. My goodness. Fuck these hitchhiker motorhomes, man. When I was hitchhiking, there's this one motorhome, this big RV, that is actually called the hitchhiker. And they are the last people who will ever stop and give you a ride. <laughs> God damn, that used to piss me off. These these old, rich bastards who are just like, you know, I've done my time, I've spent my years working, and now I'm not, I don't have to think of anyone else. So... And then they get a motorhome called the Hitchhiker. Why? Why? <laughs> Fuck class discrepancy and the guilt that comes along with it. Because you know there's some homeless people that you're trying to avoid so you don't give them your precious dollar. And fuck the homeless people for interrupting your meal with a lame-ass bullshit story. Give her! Fuck you! <laughs> I start to sound like She's a so mean to me all day, and as soon as this recorder goes on, you're so nice. Fuck you, Gumby! There you go. That's what I have to hear all day. I practiced that, though. Yeah, and those fucking homeless people, like, I want to add to that, because Teresa was actually sharing a lot more with me earlier, and I want to say what you said, because you brought up a good point. There's fucking stories, you know, they come up to you, and it's like, hey, hey, can I, uh, like, my car broke down, and I was on the way to take my mom to the hospital, do you do you think you can give me, like, a couple bucks? I got nothing against asking for money, I got nothing against panhandling. I don't like that fucking shovey, fucking in-your-face shit. Hard You're sitting sell. there trying to have a meal, and I've never been rich you know it's not like i'm some privileged bastard like i might be sitting there and like that might be a special occasion i'm trying to have a meal and this motherfucker is going to come up and ask me for money i will never ever give that motherfucker a dollar and when people do that i hate it when i see somebody give those guys dollars if you want to give a panhandler some money yeah they're just sitting there with their sign respectfully you know if you feel guilty that's your fucking problem but they when they walk up and interrupt you like interrupt your meal that motherfucker's rude. That's a crackhead, and you don't need to feed that shit. Oh, fuck Starbucks ice water. We often use Starbucks as a place to hang out, and that's because they have passed some sort of rules that... They can't kick us out. Yeah, so until further notice, we're going to go there. But I just cringe every time I hear somebody order an ice water from Starbucks because it's triple filtered, and I forgot my water bottle. Like, they have water fountains, and I'm sure you're not going too far away from home where you absolutely have to have a water. It's, again, wasteful people, wasteful plastic, and it's just, like, uh, instant gratification thing. They don't think of the lasting repercussions. And it's stupid. Mm-hmm. Irritating. And fuck the old white guy in his little douchebag car. <laughs> God going through the Starbucks drive through. Yeah, maybe a little convertible or something. Like, Ordering oh man, his bitch drink. I hate this little bitch. And he's always <laughs> such a condescending asshole. Like, you got the ones that are just flat out rude, but then even the nice ones often are very condescending. It's like, you know, because they've gotten to their their status in life with their little douchebag car, you know, now they're going to give you a little treat and extend some courtesy to you. Now, I know there's exceptions to everything I'm talking about, but man, 
Those douchebags pissed me off. Fuck automated bathrooms. What a oh, horrible man. idea. We've now trained people that they don't need to shut water off. They don't need to think about flushing their shit down the toilet. So they don't. And they don't clean up after themselves. They don't look behind their big Buick-sized ass to flush the goddamn toilet. So <laughs> fuck you, wasteful automated bathrooms, etc. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and fuck... You Martian terraformers, you people who are talking about like the space program, like, ooh, you know, like we're destroying the environment, 200 species going extinct. We're just like shitting all over this planet. And you're like, looking to the stars. That doesn't make you like, I don't know, lofty or anything like that. It makes you stupid. It makes you ignore the problem. And you think you're going to, you can't make it on this earth that we like evolved to be on with everything in our favor. And you dumb bitches think you're going to go all the way to Mars and make a place that inhospitable to life work. It ain't never going to happen. That is the stupidest fucking idea well, I don't know. I've heard a lot of stupid ideas. That's one of the big ones, though. So, like I've said before, people that want to go to Mars, God damn, that's something that I actually am kind of supporting. Let's send them. <laughs> well, my list is getting shorter here, so I'm going to say fuck you to dog doo-doo bags. <laughs> people buy bags to pick up their dog's shit. Now... Maybe you don't have a plastic bag recycling bin somewhere, but I'm pretty sure you could figure out a better way than to go specifically buy bags for dog shit. And why, like, I understand that if you live in the city, it's, it is really kind of gross if there's so many of these pet owners that aren't picking up shit, but we tend to just let it be part of the earth, but I guess that's where we walk too. <laughs> but still, fuck you people that... Buy dog duty bags. And fuck tipping waitresses. I mean, I still do it because it's kind of this like awkward situation. You know, you're everybody thinks you're an asshole. And I I don't know. Maybe you are an asshole if you don't tip. Um, I'm not a big tipper. Teresa's a big, bigger tipper than me. But (laughs) fuck the companies that hire these women, like fucking pay them more, you know, behind every group of waitresses who is relying on you to pay their salary after you've already bought the fucking meal at this restaurant, often overpriced, is some rich bastard somewhere that's got too much and he wants more. And the way he gets too much is making you pay his employee's salary. What a fucked up situation. Every time I, I tip somebody, I feel shitty about it. Um, not because I'm like tipping somebody who might have been a really good waitress or waiter, but because I'm participating in a system where some rich bastard I'll probably yeah. never see gets to keep that money because he's found a way to con me into paying his fucking staff. This is bullshit. Yeah, and... A lot of the wait staff, I, I don't know what the percentage is, but they're not even making minimum wage. There's a separate minimum wage for workers who receive tips, even if they don't receive a tip. So they might only be making like $2.25 an hour and are very much reliant on that extra couple of dollars from their customers. So then you feel like a heel, like Gumby said, by not leaving a tip, but fuck that system. Mm-hmm. And fuck the media. God damn. We used to watch... Uh... Was it ABC in the morning? Uh, the news? NBC or something. Yeah. And man, like the 
You know, we'd be reading about things happening in the world, and the things they wouldn't cover and the things they would are disgusting. They are definitely warping our brains. They would spend like a half hour talking about some fucking golf event and not a whisper about what species went extinct today. Um, And just, you know, one of my most hated uh, anchor people, media people, is Nora O'Donnell. Fuck you, Nora O'Donnell. (laughs) Any, if, if there's a stupid stance to have on any subject, she's got it. <laughs> she's the one that's like, you know, talking about our our military, our heroes, and just, you know, bottom line, like, oh, I, I we need to, like, look up to these heroes. You think she whispers anything about the fucking CIA, about, like, civilian casualties, about um, the people that are getting murdered or not served even when they come home? Um, nope. Just part of the, you know, political propaganda. Heroes, sign up. More of them. But, of course, notably, Nora O'Donnell is not signed up in the military. Fuck you, Nora. Fuck private schools where you can't even say fart or booger. That's censorship. Yeah, we said it a lot, actually, when we were teaching there. But, yeah, fuck that. (laughs) Um, Fuck social media in general. I get sucked into that. Fuck me. Oh, my God. (laughs) Fuck me, too. What kind of little adolescent girl bullshit, like, rises up in me to keep bringing me back to Facebook? Jesus Christ. I mean, it's just the stupidest fucking thing. I'll be able to talk to people, like... You know, in real life, we might not agree. I might even leave thinking, wow, what an asshole. But I rarely have, like, a a bad conversation with them. You know, if I see the conversation, like, they're not a good listener, or I can see that my ideas are not going to be received, I just kind of, you know, start getting quiet. And I think that's easier when you can read social cues. Facebook, my God, it just channels us into the most ugly, intellectualized arena we could be existing in. And fuck these open letters. Oh my god, I hate them. Like, oh, if you park beside me and you like you open your door and scratch my car, like, you know, I'm gonna be all over you or don't don't tell me how to raise my kids. Obviously these letters are directed at somebody that you're too big of a pussy to actually send the letter to. So, you know, I used to respond to these like, when did I scratch your car? Oh, oh, I didn't mean you. LOL. <laughs> Oh, fucking Facebook. It's so stupid. I keep thinking, like, you know, I keep trying to take these little fast and everything, and, you know, then I get sucked back up in there. Mm. So, again, fuck me. Mm. Fuck the scientists that made Franken-food and distributed it throughout the world so that now we're hooked on sugar and having all sorts of diseases caused by unnatural substances in our bodies. Mm-hmm. Fuck them. And fuck this automation, this growing technology, you know, these like self-checkout. Again, it's like the tipping the waitress, you know. They're getting us to do um, their employees' work for them so they can save money. So now we check out our own groceries. It's just one more thing. This automation keeps like increasing and increasing and we keep getting more helpless and stupid. Um, just reliant on this technology. Fuck this technology. It's killing us. It's it's torn our claws out. Um you know, like people wonder why we don't rebel, why we don't resist. I don't even know if we got it in us anymore. I think technology has changed us in ways that nobody has wrapped their minds around yet. And I find that fucking horrifying. So fuck you, you tech geeks, you assholes who keep developing it, who are like true believers in it, you motherfuckers who sell it to us and market it to us. Fuck technology. <laughs> we didn't need it before. And 
you know, if you're such a one of these people, it's like, oh, we need to listen to the scientists. You know who's a scientist? A fucking anthropologist. And what do they tell us about people who don't have technology and all this bullshit, who aren't left wing or right wing, who don't have government, who never fucking voted in their life? We see people who are happy. We see people who are contented. We see people who are sane. And, you know, that's a scientist I do want to listen to. Because to me, that's something important. That's important knowledge right there. So fuck you all these people who get in the way of that, who try to tell us we need things we never needed before. Motherfuck the police. Oh my god. What kind of fucking douchebag signs up for the police force? I got a theory that it's usually one of two people. Either somebody that got bullied a lot in school and is looking for revenge, they got a chip on their shoulder, or the bully. Mm. Either end of that that situation tends to, to crave a badge. They love being the only person in the room with a gun. Um, God damn, we, uh, every time I get fucked by with the police, oh, and fuck Granville County. <laughs> Speaking of the police, Granville County is this place in North Carolina I grew up. I don't know if there's something in the water or what, or if there's just so too much inbreeding in this motherfucking county, but man, you've never seen a bigger bunch of stupid assholes in your life, and I don't have to worry about offending anybody from Granville County, because they're too fucking stupid to know how to operate a podcast. They're never going to hear this. Whee! We, yeah, we were camping beside one of the lakes in Granville County, and this fucking asshole, there's always an asshole in Granville County, on a jet ski, comes by and splashes us, like, what, twice? At least. At least twice. Some little fucking young punk and his little, like, redneck girlfriend's on the back, and she says, Woo! Woo! So Teresa and I know, and say, Woo! Granville County! Woo! <laughs> but dumbass motherfucker and the most crooked police like the cops are just as dumb as every fucking buddy else in Granville County um I've had cops screw me over in court I've had cops tell me like oh you don't have to come to court for this day and then next thing I know I'm getting arrested for a failure to appear in court and the cop won't cop that won't cop to it won't admit that he told me that I've had cops tell my friends that like they're gonna get me um, I've had cops lie to me, like, all right, if you just do this, you know, we'll work out something, and then they get up in front of the judge. I've been screwed over by the fucking cops so many times, especially in Granville County. There is something wrong with that place. Fuck you, Granville County. Fuck you, property rights, trespassing signs, and signs in general. Breaking up the scenery. Amen. Is there any last, uh, fuck yous that you, uh... Want to get out of your system? Remember, this is our spring cleaning, so we're trying to exercise this shit. And some of this we won't have to talk about anymore until maybe next spring. So let's let's work that shit out. Let's anger management, just like Hate Man said. The Walking Dead. Oh, fuck you, Walking Dead. What happened? It's so depressing. Speak on it, girl. Well, they they had good storylines, like what, season four, five, six? Yeah, man, season four and five was awesome. And now it's it's just become so stagnant. It reminds me of something. What does it remind me of? Oh, this. This civilization. This society. <laughs> and it sucks. And it's painful to watch. And they just have, I don't know, they just have storylines that don't, they don't evoke any sort of emotional response. And I'm starting to think that I'm a psychopath or sociopath. Yeah, and what's this big leap in time like they, they did to us? That just kind of threw me off. It's bad storytelling. Like, I wish they would have ended it, like, at season five, so they would have gone out on a 
really good note. So you could be like, <laughs> oh man, like you could tell your friends, you need to watch Walking Dead. That is a wild ride. And now it's just like kind of this wild ride that just sort of like slows down and you're like, oh my God. I'm still waiting for them to explain how there are like still so many fat people. <laughs> and also like... And the deaf chick. Yeah, the woman who... How the hell is she surviving the ap- zombie apocalypse? Yeah, with the zombies. But I don't know. Maybe it'll all be become clear at the end here. You know what you don't see in the fucking zombie apocalypse? What? Motherfuckers with sagging pants. Well, that's... Because no matter true. no matter how much you suspend disbelief, you're not going to believe that some dumbass with sagging pants <laughs> outran the dead. <laughs> Alright, so are you, you calling it good on this list? Well, let's give a moment of thought. I want to make sure that we've got our fuck yous out. I don't know if you wanted to say that. Um... Well, you can speak on it, because I just thought of something else. Doctors. Oh, yeah. Fuck you, doctors. <laughs> oh, my God. The medical, like, establishment in this country is horrific. You got these bastards, again, rich bastards. Why do they need to be rich? What does that say about somebody that they even want to be rich? That's a fucking sickness. And they're, like, making money by people being sick. Um, yeah, just I, I know so many people that are, like, on really bad medicines and you know doctors are just fucking them up from one end to the other um literally so fuck you doctors and vets you know all doctors god i've had vets like just tell me my dog should die if i can't pay the bill um you know i've gone in there for treatment like can i work something out with you and they're like well you know you could put them down for this much and that'd probably be your best option rather than them treating these are not healers these are sick people and they're just another another uh facet of a deeply infected culture (sighs) um well i've been i don't want to say guilty of this not a whole lot there's a specific type of open coffers and when i talk about cough i mean like (coughs) but fuck you people that are like mouth breathers in public when you're sick, especially with a cold, and especially those people that just go <coughs> all over the place. Like, yeah. fucking cover your mouth. And, yeah, it's one thing if you're homeless. I mean, I've had some, like, homeless people come in, and they're, like, kind of nasty and coughing and everything, but it's like, you know, kind of, what are they going to do? But I see people that obviously aren't, that are taking their nasty fucking typhoid Mary ass in a public place instead of, like, doing whatever laptop shit they had to do um, in their apartment. And fuck the whole workforce, you know, forcing us to go to work. We, uh, what is it? We had corona, what's it called? Corona 15? Coronavirus. The coronavirus, yeah, but they had it's some like kind of... COVID something. COVID other, something. Which is interesting because COVID is like the genus name for crows. And But anyway. Corvid. Corvid? I don't know. What did you say? You said COVID. Yeah, it's Corvid, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's the name for crows and stuff. Okay. Is the virus called Covid or Covid, I think. Okay, never mind. That didn't I make any I'm not a doctor. That didn't make any fucking sense. <laughs> so fuck not making sense. All right. Um, but yeah, with that we've had that just pop up in the next county over, so we're kinda like out in the boonies trying to kinda avoid civilization for a little while, see if maybe we can uh ride the wave of the the plague out. <laughs> Um, because the way we live, we have to be in public places a lot, you know, we're always using public restrooms and stuff, but you know, we're talking about that and they're saying like, oh, we advise people to try to avoid public places and everything. 
but I haven't heard anything about schools being let out. And how many people that go to work can't do it? I remember when I used to work, um, you know, there were times that I didn't even, didn't even have sick days. If you do have sick days, you don't want to waste them. You don't want to use them up. And if you don't have sick days, you got to pay your bills. You know, like you can't do it. Of course, the sensible thing is to not infect other people or to... Uh, Subject yourself to other infected people. And we have a culture that has us so fucking riding the knife edge of survival that we can't do it. Otherwise, we're going to go under. Fuck that. Fuck this culture. Fuck you assholes who are managers at these places that perpetuate it. Fuck you all. Yeah, I'd just like to finish up. If Do you have any others that you want to say? I'm trying to think if there's any other group that might not be offended yet. <laughs> Like, and if you're not offended, fuck you. Who the fuck do you think you are? You think you're better than me? You don't know me. Fuck you. Well, I think civilization needs a big fuck you. Oh, my God. I think that's our whole, uh... <laughs> Our whole podcast, every episode, is a fuck you to civilization. Civilization has broken the sacred hoop and has trapped us. So, big fuck you to civilization. Yeah. I, especially the trapping part is really grating on my nerves lately that it's so hard to get out of it. You know, you can get as mad as you want and, you know, you can be one of these anarchists and post those white hot memes and sock it to civilization. But, you know, at the end of the day, you're just kind of stuck in it. Like, I thought I was getting out of it with moving into the van. And uh, I'd like to think I've taken a step in that direction, but shit, we're still stuck in it. Um and it's a trap. It's it's designed to trap us. So, fuck that. Fuck all that shit. Fuck all that shit. All right. I'm headed towards the outro. Here. All right. I, th- I think we've uh, we've gotten our fuck yous out. We've covered a lot. You don't want to hear three hours of us saying fuck you. So, uh, usually in our outro, we try to read a listener's comment. This one comes from Ron, who listened to... Probably just one of our presidential podcasts. And Ron comes from wherever they grow assholes really fat. (laughs) Oh, my God. This was from the Harrison, Benjamin Harrison to Calvin Coolidge, U.S. President's Exposed podcast. It's a part of a series. How many parts is it? Like 20? I don't know. Huh? How How many of these presidential podcasts have we done? How many episodes? Uh huh. We've got, we've done five now. And we've got one more to go, but we got this message after the fourth one, and that was Harrison through Coolidge. Harrison through Coolidge. So Ron says, so narrow. Every president has been a fascist psychopath. It's the basis for our republic. Boring. <laughs> Zinn already covered it all in People's History, and Charles Beard and John Dahl have written extensive and numerous books about the fascism of the Constitution. You're just reiterating that as a term paper that is community college level at best. Oh, you should have said that. (laughs) Community college level at best. (laughs) Oh, I'm going to get to Ron in a minute. And Chomsky, etc. Everyone knows this by now. Well, Ron, I would like to start out by saying, fuck you. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you. We're always open to criticism. I feel like this particular criticism, which is like the first criticism that we've actually had, um, he didn't know that this was part of a series. And while I never admit to be a historian, I never admit to be an expert. We work hard, but also we're not getting paid. 
So community college level is pretty damn good <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. And what else did I have to say about that? Not everyone doesn't know this stuff. I didn't know it. Gumby didn't know some things about history. He knew a lot, but not a lot. Oh, no, nothing. All of it. So, yeah. So, fuck you, Ron. I used to know somebody <laughs> that said, if you have a criticism for somebody, it's better to give them a compliment and then to do the criticism and then to do the compliment. That's what I call a shit sandwich. I, I started calling it a shit sandwich because after she told me that, anytime she gave me a random compl- compliment out of the blue, it was like, oh, fuck you. <laughs> like, I know what's coming. Like, I, it's bullshit. So... I'm going to give you a shit sandwich, Ron. First of all, thank you for mentioning Charles Beard and John Dahl. I don't know if I've read anything by these guys, so they may, that might actually be a couple of sources that could come in handy. Mm-hmm. So thank you for sharing that. Um, now the meaty part. So fuck you, Ron. Like <laughs> like Teresa said, we, we would appreciate criticism. We have so many things that we catch ourselves saying wrong, facts that sometimes we get fucked up. You know, legitimate shit. <laughs> so your dumbass is going to come and, like, ex- exercise this intellectual arrogance. What was that? Community college? Like, you're just reiterating that as a term paper, that as a term paper, that is community college level at best. <laughs> well, you know what, Ron? I took two years in ninth grade in high school and dropped the fuck out and have not looked back. So if I'm writing at a community or I'm doing anything at community college level, good on me. So fuck you. And like Teresa said, everybody doesn't know this. If you just want to show off that you know this, oh, well, we are just so impressed with you, Ron. But I run into people all the time that don't know this shit. And I guess I'm just kind of repeating everything you said. You kind of nailed it. We didn't know this shit, so... Our biggest benefit that we're getting from this is what we're learning. Mm-hmm. Teresa and I sometimes have conversations where we get discouraged and stuff with all the the studying and everything. And, you know, what we come to is like, but you know what I really like? I'm learning all kinds of shit. I'm like putting myself through a history class, like college, maybe community college level history <laughs> class. But we enjoy that. So fuck you, Ron. You get what you paid for. Maybe if you pay me more, like as in anything maybe I'll kick it up a notch. Maybe. Was that your open-faced shit sandwich, or was that... No, 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 no. Oh. No, no. Don't interrupt my shit sandwich. Oh. I gotta put the bread on the top. <laughs> and, uh, Ron, um... So, um... I actually, like, hate the name Wesley more than Ron. Oh. There. That's my other piece of bread. Well, there you go. Thank you. Thank you, though, Ron, for writing in. Um, we'll we'll keep that in mind that everyone knows this information. And if it's boring, um, we hope you don't listen anymore. But if you do like our podcast or if you have a criticism, please contact us on our website, escapingsociety.weebly.com. Yeah, please share some fuck yous. Yeah, and fuck you! <laughs> So, yeah, it was good to get that out of our system, and uh, I hope that you have a nice spring and enjoy this beautiful weather that's about to roll in, and uh, yeah. So now I can say, like, you know, what's the opposite of fuck you? I don't know. I can say I don't know to a lot of stuff. (laughs) Thanks for listening. Bye. So, thank you for listening to our song. It's not very good and it went kind of long. Don't care if you like it cause we'll be gone over that next horizon. We ain't got no address.